Broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. Yeah, we got you, uh, yeah, we got you set up for, you know, let your autism run wild while we're trying to record in here. It's just a... Just an internationally known podcast, that's all, you know, nothing serious. Yeah, yeah. Take anything fucking serious. No sense in that. What's that, Mumbles? No sense in taking anything serious anymore. <laughs> that uh, American Ninja Warrior, man, that's some, cra- <laughs> that's some crazy stuff with that girl. There Holy you go. smoke. She was... Uh, how about that? Fifteen. Holy smoke, man. There you go, man. Is that uh, stickers? Stickers, yeah. How about that? Oh, I love it. Nice. Got a little holographic. I see that. Treating done on it, yeah. Heck yeah. Sweet. You'll have to do those things uh, like I do all my Snapchat stickers. Snap, Snapchat stickers. <laughs> How do you do those? <laughs> well, I just, I'll, I'll take a pocket full of them with me everywhere I go, man. And I'll just stick them I'll back stick on, them on stuff. gas pumps and, you know, the subway and wherever it is, you know, wherever I'm at. Tilt yeah, that mic cool. up and pull it closer. There you go, right there. So, I want to be sure y'all got some stickers. Awesome. I got, I got Judd, I got Judd another puzzle to work tonight. Uh-oh. That one even came with stickers. It's got instructions in it. Nice. So it gets a little more complicated after you breeze through the robot last week. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host, Hango Wood. And tonight I'm back in here with the boys, with Harpoon and, and Judd. And, uh, I got Judd another Kinder Joy toy to put together while we're recording. So you got it over there? Need a little tighter? I don't know. Maybe. Had to use that bonic bear string. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> how y'all been doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How, how was your last week or so seeing you, Harpoon? Oh, man. Last last week was, uh, I had a lot going on. Um, came over, uh, did a project. Yeah. Yeah. Came over and, uh, and did a, a project over at the house. I got a, um, a deck that runs the length of the house, and it's. Uh, I'm thinking it is right at about 15 years old. Yeah. And, uh, of course I treat it and seal it and everything every year. Well, at least because you had it done before me and Tink got married. Yeah. I was thinking that I yeah. had it done in six. And we just had our anniversary. So, yeah. Six or seven, something like that. So it was right around that time. And, uh, but anyway, just over the years it had kind of, um, settled and loosened a little bit and just had, you know, a lot of action on it. So every, there was a lot of things. The, the railing was uh, a little loose. It, uh, some of the screws and stuff had uh, rusted through. And, uh, anyway, he came over, uh, spent all day over there, uh, straightening it back out. We put some support beams under it. Um, these little angle pieces in the corners and he cut, uh, support blocks for the railing and uh, replaced all almost all of the steps uh, okay. on the on it. Man, it was just it's just a, it's a brand new deck. Um, plus, man, I mean, so that day I had um, gone to the store, uh, put we had to meet a meet a truck, and then I got on the weed eater, oh. and uh, weed eater the store, and uh, and then came over to the house. So it's. It's a. It was about a solid four and a half hours or so of weed whacking, and when I got through, I, I, I ran out of string. Okay, I, I got like this one little, maybe a strip about half the size of this room or something, and it's toward the back of the yard. And uh, it was like four thirty or so, or four o'clock, and I thought to myself, man, I could go back to the store and uh, get some more string and come back up here and knock out that little piece. Or I could go over here and hang out with Pops working on the deck. Yeah. And that, I was like, the deck it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I could either work or I could chill out for a while. Mm. <laughs> it was actually pretty, really cool, man, hanging out with him, man. I had a great time. It was, uh, it, I mean, super smart, obviously, man. It's incredible work. Um, like I said, my deck feels brand new. It's, it's very sturdy. 
Um, I don't have any reservations about having people over and, and you know, and, and being on it or around it or whatever. Watch now. your step. <laughs> well, before, I mean, I, I didn't really, you know, it kind of got to a point where I would have been very cautious, you know, or, or, or letting people know, hey, look, don't be leaning on the rails, drinking a beer, or whatever. You know, now, man, we could have we could have some folks over. Uh, so, um, I went today to go look for sealant Yeah, and, uh, oh my God, man, yeah. dude, it's like gone spicy, crazy. Spicy, spicy. Golly, <laughs> man, just wasn't, wasn't prepared for it. So, uh. Yeah, anything home improvement wise right now is, is really expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Got a new girl at work. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so far, man. Um, this is her second weekend. You learned her name yet? Actually, I, I I did on accident because her dad came up. <laughs> her dad came to the to the restaurant and asked for, her. and and uh, so. Uh, oh shit! I did on accident. Holy shit! Jut's already done. What we got here, Jut? I don't have any idea. What the fuck is that? Seal catapult. A seal waiting to be clubbed. <laughs> what it is? I don't know what that. <laughs> oh, it, it launches it. I see now. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a literal seal catapult. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Start of the Hango Show. Uh, part of our our space program. We're going to launch baby seals into space. Uh, but anyway, so how's she working out so far? So far, man. Well, she's... You okay? I'm good. <laughs> 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 I get new mic arms in here, so tear them apart. Fuck it. I can put it back together. <laughs> sure, you can. <laughs> got, a, got a welding kit out back. We'll yeah. get it. Uh, doing fairly, doing fairly well, man. I had to. I have to. Um, my 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 brother. Uh, oh no! He uh, reminded me to cool out. You know because he said he came to me Saturday morning whenever he got there, and he's like. Hey man, uh, you about made the new girl cry. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "He goes, yeah." So you remember last night when you came back there and you told her for the second time to bring the sauce on out to the edge and bring bring all the toppings on out and stuff like that. You said it a little loud, and <laughs> when you went back up front, you know she started kind of welling up. He goes. I looked over at her. I put my hand on her shoulder, and I was like, "Hey, man, you're doing all, you're doing a good job. You're doing all right, man." Nick and I are just used to it. Like, you used to always call me Bluto back there. I was, I, was, I was bullying kids. It's you, motherfucker. You're the one doing it all. No, man. It ain't me. No, 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 man. I'm so big, fucking much. Bluto back there, bossing kids around. Well, you, and it's you. No, no, no yes, no, man. I'm you just admitted to it. I, it no man, I was just I was I was correct in the situation. I didn't realize that I I had put as much emphasis in it as I. Listen had. here, you dumb bitch. I said go to the edge. Is that what you said? Let's call Mike. I got his number. Let's call Mike. That's what we said. I did not call her dumb. But you didn't call her a bitch, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, of course not. Um. So how how's the, how was Miss Alabama this weekend? Mm. This couple last week or so. Yeah, she she came up uh, last weekend. We had a great time. Um, we are actually supposed to be in the Keys at this particular second. Well, I know you said y'all were going, but you never said when it was or anything, so I didn't know. Well, it was. <clears throat> it, we, we decided after a. Um, how did she put it? A uh, I don't know, man. She said it, she said it in a certain way that was fairly funny, uh, making fun of me. I'm sure, but. <laughs> Um, anyway, we discussed the, because there was supposed to be like hurricane Alex coming through all okay. of Mexico and coming through the keys and up Miami and all this stuff like that this week. And, you know, dumping five, seven inches of rain and all this craziness and stuff like that. And gay pride month and all this stuff was going on down there. And, um, so we just, we talked about it and we just like, look, you know, with all the weather issues, let's just postpone it to another time where we'll, it, we would enjoy being out and seeing the sights and doing things versus just being cooped up in the room or at a bar or whatever, man, you know, so let's, uh, let's just postpone it for a little bit. <clears throat> so we decided to, but, uh, it, it's, it, it turned out to be good weather. 
You know, I mean, yeah. that the storm kind of blew through quicker or whatever. And I told her, I was like, look, man, you know, we made the best decision we could with the information we had. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But we 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 did it the right way. Yeah, from the end of May to the to the end of November, we don't plan anything. Like you know, We went to the Caribbean once during that time. We got hit by a hurricane. Yeah. You know, so we learned right then, you know, we need to start checking in. I mean, we've always been aware of hurricane season. Mm-hmm. You know, living this living on the coast and everything, you you know when they're coming. But we didn't think anything about it when we booked that a year out. Mm-hmm. You know, we were like, Oh, it, we went we went in October. We're like, oh it, it's pretty much done by no, no, motherfucker. No. <laughs> Until November thirtieth, it ain't done. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Uh that's a kind that's kinda of one of the shitty parts about wanting to vacation on the coast or in Florida or in the Caribbean during spring and summer months is mm-hmm. you're pretty much going to get caught by a hurricane at some point. She's the last several, well, I guess for about the month, last month or so, uh, she's been sending me these little pictures. Like, what do you think about this bathing suit? What do you think about this? And I keep going. <laughs> Damn. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, man. I like that she one She died while being fucked by a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, keep, just, keep sending them pictures up here. You see what's going to happen. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, man. She's. I was ready to go on that trip too. I'm just ready, ready for a little <laughs> wackadoodle on the noodle. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. <laughs> wackadoodle on. I can make, make you say anything now. Yeah, so, yeah. It's. I don't know, man. She's doing fine. We're doing great. I went over yesterday. I took her yoga class. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, of course, <laughs> we'd gone to eat Mexican for lunch. Oh boy. And, <laughs> Did, 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 like, did things get to moving? I just, I thought, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to work out back here at the back of class. Okay. <laughs> Downwind from everybody. And I'm going to be back here at the very back. And no bullshit. At the, at, right as class is starting, these two ladies come in late and park their butts right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they don't even know. Dude, I felt like I had a gorilla in a cage, man. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. I'm just like, Morton <laughs> <laughs> out. I had a, Ooh, a death grip, man, clenching my ass, man. I was just like, golly. There's a lot of those poses, you know. I mean, you know, you got your, your head down, your butt up, you know. I mean, you're like just all bent out of shape and squeezing and stretching and all sorts of it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, I mean, it was great. It was a great time. I didn't, I didn't hurt those ladies' feelings or anything, you know. I mean, I don't, <laughs> it was a, it was a good time though. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell her we said hey. You talk to her. It will. I mean, I know we text and everything all the time, but it's mm-hmm. not the same as seeing somebody. Yeah. Jig, what do you think, man? <laughs> How do I follow that? You can't. Yeah. You're right. Well, wait, your 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 mic sounds off. Hang on one second. Oh. Nope. Hang on. I just sound sound weird for some reason. Go ahead and do it again. Am I in the wrong direction? Spin your mic around so it's gonna just you you got it. Fucked up my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Spin it this way. Spin it this way. There you go. Now talk into it. Whoa, whoa. Okay. All you, right. You don't like that? You want it here? You want to? You want to? Here you go. Go ahead. You, you can unplug it now. Nah, that's what it is. Oh, I know why I did that. Because mom came over here and she came in here and she was yanking the microphone around. I was like, would you please stop doing oh, that? Oh, okay. Gotcha. So you can hit her up over that. Cool. What's been happening? Nothing. <laughs> Something's got to happen. Nothing. I've done nothing. Um, uh, Nothing going on at work at all? No. Nope. No crazy customers come in? Nope. Damn, dude. I'd, I'm the most boring person no, you're not. ever going to meet. <laughs> no, you're not. I don't know you're why not. you have me back. Because you're time. my friend, motherfucker. <laughs> I can be your friend at home. Which, what, do you not want to be here? I love this place. Uh, we got a nice, cool room for you to drink your beer in <laughs> and chuckle in the background, make your little quips. Yeah. Um, no, it's fun. I love I, it here. How's Nance doing? She's good. Great. Floy. <laughs> I think she's going to Florida. Florida in August. You should have just went and retire and moved down there and be done with it. She goes every yeah, other well, month. Yeah, they like. go every year, her family. Or her mom and sisters and aunts and stuff. Yeah. So she'll be doing that. And 
When's she going? Sometime in August. I don't I don't know the Tink's date. Tink's gonna be out of town in September. What's she got going? Uh stuff they're going like they have one big like big rally meeting uh for the company she works for mm-hmm. once a year because the whole company works remote. And then they've got maybe two or three actual offices around the country. Um they're going out to the headquarters. So road tri- it's close enough they can road trip it. Oh. It's in um Oh wow. So they just go they're gonna go over there. Like you know, because when she left the company she used to work for, she has slowly picked off people who used to work for that company. Mm-hmm. And they got another one starting this week. Used to work for them. Used to work with them. And so I think her and a bunch of bunch of those girls are gonna road trip all together, step one one car. Heck yeah. And go over there for a weekend. Um, for that rally thing and I'll it's a weekend that I'm off. So Uh-oh. yeah. Uh oh. You go to the titty bar? <laughs> Do you? You talking to Judd? You both both y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't. Come on. Who's got to eat too, man? They can eat on somebody else's dime. <laughs> go out and mow a fucking yard or something. <laughs> right. Uh my week was was pretty pretty calm. It was Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. when I was working. Uh, see what that means. Fucking Highway Patrol everywhere. Our state has got new Highway Patrol cars. They are gray with a slightly lighter gray marking. That's it. Hmm. They look like gray chargers. Gray, the only reason you can tell that they're Highway Patrol is because they have um, the the push bar on the front of them. But you don't see any markings until you get kind of at an angle next to them, and then you can kind of see the markings. It's too late there. Straight on, you can't see shit. But, yeah, I was because I was going uh, to my first run, like the Thursday or Friday, I guess Friday night, and there was one of these pull off of the side of the road with its lights going. I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, shit. Then I saw the, the <laughs> down the side of it. I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm going to be looking out now. And so all night Friday night, all night Saturday night, all night Sunday night, it was blue lights every 10 miles. Mm-hmm. There's somebody getting pulled over. Well, uh, I guess it was Saturday night. Um, I left my first run. had to go to the hospital that I can't stand on the way back. And um, I stopped in Batesville on the way to that hospital. They have a love station right there off 55 in Batesville. You would have thought they were giving away money there or something. Dude, there were cars fucking everywhere. So I walk in to get my water. I go up there to check out. I said, man, y'all, she's like, we're getting killed. She says, Memorial's Day weekend. Then they had like a car show or something that day. And she said, now tonight they've got a fair going on. And she said, it's like everybody in a three county radius has come here. This weekend, it's been all day long. Mm. So I left there, went to the hospital, dropped their shit off, left, coming back down, cruising along, had my crew set, and you know, right when you're getting out of out of the town, there it's kind of those little rolling hills, you know. Um, and so I'm going around there. Well, I went over one of them, and all of a sudden, I saw headlights behind me, and it's flew like holy shit, like an SUV. Rattled the van, it went by so quick. You know what I mean? It was flying over them hills. I'm like, well, damn. So I go up the next hill. I saw another car come over the hill behind me. And before I got to the top of that one, he was he went by me. Whew. Highway patrol. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Chasing the first one. Some base weekend's about to come to an abrupt end. <laughs> so as I top that hill, I got to go down to the next one. As I'm going down, going down that hill, high patrol is already topping that one in front of me. When I topped that next hill, he went over. He already had the son bitch pulled over at the bottom of the hill. And when I got to it, he was already in the window. I mean, he was, they were going, he had to be going well over 100. Wow, wow. That first car. Until how fast the patrol was going to catch up with him. Going over them damn hills. Deer or another car? (laughs) Could you imagine? Those, Those hills aren't just like nice, easy hills. They are rolling big time, you know. So I was like, shit, sorry for you, buddy. Because, yeah. I mean, he had to be doing at least 20 over. So that's 
that's going to jail time. No telling what he had in the car if he's got a couple in him already mm-hmm. drinking. Oh, gosh. you know, because this was at eleven o'clock on a Saturday night, <laughs> leaving Party Central. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, so and it, it was it was nonstop all weekend. Every time I went to do a run, whether it be my normal run or had to go out and do something, somebody was getting pulled over somewhere that whole weekend. It was it was a high patrol every ten miles. We went through a roadblock. I didn't so, go through any. I was shocked I didn't have to go through any we, of them. We did that, um, I guess, I guess Saturday. No, Sunday. We went through one Sunday. Yeah. Um, just out in the country, you know, and I mean, hell, you'd think, man, out in the country, there ain't nothing happening, but poo, they had this one guy pulled over uh, two cars up uh, from us. He was already over. He had on camouflage cargo shorts, and he kind of had long, stringy hair younger guy man you know mid-20s or something had him back there in the back of the car had his scraggly ass girlfriend up at the front of the car (laughs) there was a couple of them man digging in the car and i thought to myself i was like "Whoo, i'm glad that's you not me man damn i'll take meth pops for 200 alex Uh, (laughs) um yeah that guy wasn't going anywhere no our uh blood supply has been we had a really weird thing happen about a month ago uh all of our orders now at work come in online. We got like a like a sixty five inch TV screen on the wall, like in our department. And when an order comes in, it goes up on that screen. It pops up, and it's green for a stock order, yellow for ASAP, or it's red for a stat. You know, all color coded. So I'm sitting there, and our blood supply has been really good. And we we had a thing where when I go to fill an order for the longest was always done it go to fill an order and we have something that we're not going to give them or we don't have to give them we just delete that I, that that order line off the order so if they want like 10 o pause 10 a pause 10 b pause we don't have any o pause i'll i'll click the other two to accept them and start filling them with those o pause i'll click it and hit deny and it okay well the company had a big fit which company your company? My company had a big fit because our fill rate had went down. And that's one of the metrics they use to judge how we're doing our job, in quotes, how, how much of the order we're able to fill. So our boss is like, don't deny anything. If they order it, fill it. Okay. What if you don't have? Get to that. Oh. So uh, I was like, all right. All things she didn't want us to, to feel without letting her know is O-Neg, because we're always so short on O-Neg. She said, still call me and get that okay. Anything else, if they want it, fill it and send it. You got it, boss. So, <laughs> uh, about a weekend of doing that, we had nothing on the shelf. And so she calls like our, our uh, district supervisor. She's like, I need some blood. He's like, how are you not have blood? She said, I'm filling all these orders. He said, well, you're not triaging. She said, I was just told by your office that we need to be filling every order that came in. So I filled it and I got no more product. I need product. And so she stood her ground and now we're actually getting blood commitments from some of our centers out West to help fill the orders we have. They backed off that fill rate thing really quick now. Because they're seeing how much we're filling. I mean, we service 21 hospitals. Wow. That's a lot. For the pool of people we have to draw from, it's not like we can draw blood from them every day or every week. If, once they give blood, they're out of commission for, two, for, for, for three months, two months. They can't give again. You know? And so all of a sudden... We've got plenty of blood and plenty of platelets, and uh, which platelets have always been a, a sticking problem. We've always went through a lot of platelets and been short on. Now we got platelets coming out of our ears. We've gotten so many commitments from out west. Well, the other night, that same fucking hospital that I can't stand put in a stat order for three platelets. Now, typically, if somebody ordered three platelets, I would call and say, "Hey, what the fuck's going on? You know, how many cars were involved in this accident?" I was like, "Nope." Boss said, if we got the stuff to fill it, fill it. 
So I grabbed three platelets, threw them in the fucking box. Knew they didn't need three platelets. I knew they didn't need three platelets. Fuck it. I printed that some bitch out, filled it, got in the van and took off. I didn't get to the trace. No, I did. I was coming up at the trace over, overpass on that highway. They called me. Hey, I need to modify that order. I said, it's already filled. Okay, well, you can just take one back when you get here. I said, nope, you bought it. See, they still think we're under our old contracts where we used to kind of do, do all the products as consignment. We would stock them. What they, what they didn't use, they could send back to us, you know, and we'd swap them out for some new stuff. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, especially ASAP or stat orders, that shit's bought. That's theirs. Yeah. And it should be. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're tying up product that could be used somewhere else. And, and employee time. Yeah. You know, there's a lot going on there. So, um, and since they ordered it stat, I had to give them the shortest dated stuff we had. And those were only good for about 13 more hours, all three of them. So I'm sure my boss got a big call about why are we getting these short dated stuff? Well, bitch, you ordered you ordered it stat, you know. So had to deal with that shit. Um, really, it was a really low key week. It really was. Uh, I think that might have been the only time I actually had to get out after I no I had to do one other one for like our our local hospital. I had to take them a stat order. Um, other than that and shit going on it was which i was shocked for it to be a holiday weekend like memorial day everybody's out on the road everybody's out on the river everybody's doing stuff i expected a lot more traumas but they never came in so that's good thank god for that how's tank how's tank what a question um no i'm not gonna tell that story that's like a medical thing i'll tell y'all but yeah i don't want to mention that because that's her private medical stuff uh, me and her recorded an episode the other night. It came I, out. I saw Monday. part. I heard parts of it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good one. Um, did you hear about the people who are going going to Alaska <laughs> and buying bear spray? Uh, if they if they get works like bug spray, so they've been coating their ass <laughs> in, in, in fucking mace. They just will keep the bears away, and then they're like, well, "Why can't I breathe and see?" These Jesus dickheads were spraying. <laughs> What? <laughs> they, they, they're using like mosquito dough? Yeah. What? The Mississippi, the, the uh, Alaska. Can I please get off this fucking <laughs> Wow. The Alaska wildlife folks had to come out and say, this isn't like bug spray. You don't spray it on yourself. It's there to, to keep bears away in case they come you close to them, you. not yes. you. Golly. Wow. We think Jig. I, t- I ate everything. <laughs> I ate <laughs> Man. Oh, God. How do these people remember to breathe? Well, that's the problem. We're letting them survive. We ought to just leave them to their own devices. That's that's pretty amazing. So I, so for Christmas this year, y'all are getting a can of bear spray. <laughs> With an instruction manual yes. now? <laughs> Surprised they didn't put... You know, for external use only. Let me spray it inside of you too. Mm. I'll just use it on the fucking neighbors' dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, they need it. Shit. Yeah. Um, and them too. The, the neighbors themselves. Yeah. Keep barking in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, gotta go out there and spray some on their you on their door in handle the, uh, in the air vents. Oh, <laughs> <Down> the, <laughs> on the on the intake. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a spicy morning. Wake up, won't Man. it? Man, could you imagine? No, I can't. Now I knew some guys, knew them, that they would pour like uh, sardine oil, like on, on the the breather on somebody's underneath somebody's hood. So when they turn the air on, it's, so it's like low tide in their car. <laughs> it smells, it smells like the teddy bar. That's what it smells like. <laughs> Um, so have you been keeping up with the Brendan Schaub controversy? Uh, very little of it. I saw a little bit of it a week or two ago, man, where he had gone back to, I don't even know enough really to talk about it, man. He'd gone back to that guy's podcast to, to air it out, to air it out. Yeah. But I never did really get to see much. Are you familiar of it. with Brendan Schaub at all? Never heard of him. Uh, he was a UFC fighter. He won, or he came in, he was runner up, I guess the, uh, Ultimate Fighter Heavyweight uh, 
episode they did. Yeah, he came. He, yeah, he was a. He's behind Roy Nelson. He lost to Roy Nelson in the finals, I think. Plus, he does like uh, kind of a co-host from time to time, or used to with Joe Rogan. He's he's been on Joe Rogan more than any other guest, like eighty-seven times. Damn, and he also has his own. He's got a number of podcasts. Yeah, um, I never was a fan of him. Of uh, he um. He's functionally retarded, I think. I really think. I don't know if it's a CTE or he played football for years before he started fighting and stuff. Um, and he had a he had a deal with Showtime, and he did his first comedy special. He he partly went from from fighting into comedy. Okay, only reason anybody booked him was because he was associated with Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know, it's coattail rider. So he did his first stand up special, and it was horrible. They did it on Showtime. How many guys get their first stand-up special and they're done? It, they're doing it on Showtime. None. No. Um. And his like the fighter and the kid subreddit fucking hates him. <laughs> his podcast on subreddit hates him. Um. And Bobby Lee, which I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, his girlfriend has got a podcast with a couple other. Uh, female comedians and they had made a comment one time about a very unfunny comedian uh asking one of them uh, will you walk me to my truck you know and he's Brandon is married got a kid got a couple kids now i think and she's like why would i do that to blow you you know why would i want to walk you to your truck well they never said his name but she said why would i why would i want to be around an unfunny comedian and kalala Bobby's girlfriend said, that's a huge clue of who it is, you know, because everybody knows Brennan's not funny. Um, and then Brennan had made these accusations that Bobby was, Bobby Lee was the one who had done the subreddit. Where everybody was dogging him. Mm-hmm. They could track it back to his house through an IP address. Okay. Um, made threats at Bobby. Brian Callum was in on it too, making threats to Bobby. He ended up going on Tiger Belly with Bobby Lee and Kalala and talk it out. And Kalala just read out text messages between the two of them, wanting him to defend himself. Um, this was right before he released his second special on YouTube, and it was 27 minutes long, and it was shit, absolute shit. There was nothing. I watched the whole thing, all 27 minutes. Saw it on my wrist the whole time trying to make it end. It's horrible. It's god awful. You can just hit stop. No, no I can't. I was gonna, I did, this is what I do that for little, the show. That little X in the corner. This is what I do for the show, damn it. You're a just in case, man, there was like a, a three-minute joke that was worth telling. That might be worth laughing at. No, it's not. He's not funny. He has CTE. He, he is a fucking retard. Literally a retard. Um. He calls George Carlin George Carlton, which makes me want to blow my brains out to begin with. Um, he caught, he thought the the keto diet was the taquito diet. Uh, yeah, you see, see where I'm coming from here? Wasn't that the guy that lived in OJ's uh, house? That's Kato Kalen. Oh, Kato. <laughs> Kato keto taquito. Who cares? Um, yeah, this has been a shit show from the get go. Sounds like it. The whole thing. And, uh, you know, and none of these comedians want to say anything because they don't want to offend Papa Joe. Because once you cross Joe Rogan, you don't get that exposure of going on his show anymore. You know, Tim Dillon's been fucking throwing shade like a motherfucker. Sort of. Of course, Tim can get get away with it. If you don't know who Tim Dillon is, go look it up. He's a national treasure. He's fucking hilarious. Um. So did they get it all worked out, or did they? I mean, I mean, what was the what was the outcome of him going on the show? Basically? Just him sitting there looking retarded. And so they were just you no, know, because because she, she was reading these texts off they had between them, and she was, "What did you mean by that?" Wah 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 wah. Look at him fish with his mouth hanging open. You know, he got it. He thought that Papa Joe would have his back. If you want to play big boy games, you know, you got to deal with the big boy deals. Shit. Um, let me find some news here to talk about. Who's texting me? That's right. My wife said the bed's made. 
last load of clothes are in the washing machine. See, I've got her figured out. I've got her, uh, she's making the bed and washing clothes. When it's get her to cook, we'll be in business. <laughs> oh, do you see about the, uh, the, tr- the cancer drug trials they did? I saw it this morning. They did a, a, a trial on this specific drug and they tested, I think it was 11 people with um, colorectal cancer, which is like one of the fucking worst, you know, your colon and your rectum. What, what, cause once you, once you had that shit treated, you're wearing a colostomy bag for life. You're doing all that stuff. They tried this drug on them and every single one of them came back cancer free. Ooh. No chemo, no radiation, just this pill, this yeah. drug. Yeah. Please be mushrooms. Please be mushrooms. No, it's not, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, so this is just a trial that they had Yeah, had this, this pill right now is $11,000 a pill <laughs> or $11,000 a month, one of the two. Only if it's per pill or for the prescription. The way it worked is they were able to desequence the DNA of the, of that specific cancer, certain kind of, certain kind of colorectal cancer, which I didn't know, which I don't know why I didn't know that, but cancers have DNA just like we do. They're able to recognize those cancers through the DNA. They were able to desequence the DNA and develop this medication. So when you take it, um, they call it a demasking pill. They're pulling the mat, the cancer mask off of, off of those, off the cancer and the, the white blood cells in your body are like, Oh, that's bad. We need to attack that now. And the people's own immune system killed the cancer. Wow. Cause the immune system was able to recognize it as a threat. They said, they don't know how solid it is. You know, if this, if, if this is true, it's going to change the way they treat cancer. If they're able, I mean, what a, you think about how many people who've had cancer that we've known, who've mm-hmm. went through chemo, went through radiation, how sick they are nonstop. You know, they're so, they're having to do these treatments to stay alive, but they're so sick, mm-hmm. they're not really living, mm-hmm. you know. But with this, pop the pill and your own immune system, it's like getting over the flu or something. Now, what company is that? Um, let's see if I saved it or not. Um. Yeah, here it is right here. Uh, cancer trials, unexpected result, remission in every patient. Um, it was 18 patients, every one of whom took the same drug. Uh, let's see if it got the company name. I don't, it says that they traded them at Sloan Kittering. Um, I, I thought it said the company name in the article. But I could be totally wrong. I don't see it. That's pretty. Oh, here, here, let's see here. Uh, The New England Journal of Medicine describing the results, which were sponsored by the drug company GlaxoSmithKline, said he knew of no other study in which in which a treatment completely obliterated a cancer in every patient. They sponsored that article, but I don't think that was the company who. It may have been one of their subsidiaries or something that developed it. That's amazing, man. Yeah, but I mean, that's just such great. If, if they're able, if that's just the tipping point, as fast as things advance now, maybe in five or 10 years, they'll have it where at least the most extreme cancers, like <clears throat> like like single cell lung cancer, things of that nature can be, can be t- pancreatic cancer, which is a, a killer, out and out killer. Um, liver cancer, which is very progressive. Um, if they can knock those out with a single pill, man, it, what what a, what a difference it would mean mm-hmm. to, to a lot of people. Um, I know this is the good news. Before we get into any of the really funny stuff, I do want to comment on the Uvalde shooting happened out in Texas. Horrible. But those chicken shit cops, every one of them should lose their fucking badge. Standing around with their thumb up their ass, they try to arrest a mom who tried to get in there. 
You see, you saw that, right? I did see that. Yeah, arrested her. She got away from them, went there and got her kids out while the cops stood around, you know, jacking each other off, crying, wetting their pants. Fuck them people. Fuck every one of them. Y'all wonder why I hate fucking cops, can't stand cops. This is the shit they do. They've got no, they have no duty to protect you. That was decided by the, by the uh, Supreme Court years ago. People tried to sue a, 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 a city police force for not protecting them. And they said they've got no duty to do that. That's why they drive around in ghost cars. Yeah. They, um, the only thing they're, they're required to do is come and uh, take a report after whatever happened. Wow. Yep. That's why I say, let <clears throat> I, I me. Mean, I ran on here, and I got guns right here. I got guns surrounding me right now. I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy having guns. Should everybody have a gun? As long, long as they're mentally capable to have one, sure. You know, the guns aren't always the answer. I'll give you that. But I'll, I've never seen them once cut the antlers off a deer for trying to defend himself from a tiger. Yeah, right. Why do you want to take guns away from people who are trying to defend themselves? You know, so fuck the Uvalde cops, fuck every one of them, fuck fuck that chief they got out there. Um, I saw a video of a guy that was talking about that and how he was sitting across the street from his school where his kids go to school. Um, I'm sure that they were probably out on the playground uh, while he was across the street i mean he had the video and he was just like look this is i'm i'm licensed to carry i'm a vet i have all this experience military i know exactly how to use these weapons he had a like a flak jacket on and big red sign you know don't shoot me whatever i mean it was <clears throat> it was really a he, he was there saying nobody's paying me to be here yeah but i'm i'm able to take care of anything man that that goes down and um, it was, I, I don't know, I mean, he was, uh, there was, I, I looked at the comments, man, it was like, I don't know, hundreds of comments of people going, that's a great idea, I think I'll, you know, bring something up, you know, about that or whatever. Um, but, you know, people, when you start, when you start talking about people's kids and their protection and, you know, and there was so many, you know, why was the back door left open and why was all this stuff? Why did the two cops who were posted up there as school resource officers run away from the guy. Why Why wouldn't they take him out as soon as they saw him? They let him stroll right on in. I mean, wasn't the guy out front shooting, shooting up some other stuff before oh, he even came in? I don't know about that. I don't know. I just know that he won't, he won't pass the school resource officers, which that's their whole fucking job is to keep people out who aren't supposed to be there. Pussies. Uh... Individual open open carrying an AR-15 gets robbed at gunpoint in St. Louis. Yeah. They take his gun. We'll get to that. Hmm. The North County Police Cooperative reports that there was a shootout on Friday, May 27th, that left three people injured after a person open carrying an AR-15 was robbed at gunpoint. The individual went inside Wilson's Food Market at 6250 Page Avenue, open carrying the semi-automatic rifle, but did not use it in a threatening manner and left the store. Outside the store, shortly after 3 p.m., broad fucking daylight, an adult male confronted the individual, brandished a weapon, and demanded the AR-15. The individual handed over the assault-style rifle, but then went to a vehicle and retrieved another gun. A shootout ensued. Two innocent bystanders were struck during the shootout, and the adult male who initiated the robbery was struck several times by gunfire. According to police reports, the robbery victim left the scene, and then another male returned moments later and shot the individual who had initially taken the rifle. When police arrived on the scene, they found an adult male with several gunshot wounds lying in front of the store in critical condition. Reports say the bystanders were not critically injured. This is an ongoing investigation. That's in St. Louis. Just over the weekend. <laughs> just just going to go pick up some toilet paper, and yep. I thought I'd take my AR to... And you know he's got to have it, like, slung way back it's over his back. It's on his back, back yeah. 
you know, somebody came up and put a barrel in his face and he's like, well, sure. Take it then. Yeah. That's my problem with open. My main problem with open carrying is that everybody now knows you've got a gun. So if a bad guy with a gun does come in, who are they going to target first? The good guy with a gun. Concealed carry. Even if it's illegal, quote unquote, in your state, concealed carry. Fuck them. They'll be, they'll be throwing you up in the air and having a parade in your honor if you actually stop somebody with a concealed, with a concealed gun. All right. Um, this is ooh. out of Evansville, Indiana. Drunk driver crashes, heads straight to the dealership to try to sell the damaged car. A drunk driver. <laughs> Police say they arrested a driver who was three and a half times the legal limit <laughs> after at least five people called 911. Officers say the call started coming in around 4.40 p.m. on a Monday. This motherfucker just kept the weekend right on going, didn't he? Uh, they say witnesses reported seeing an SUV hit the median of the Lloyd, Lloyd Expressway near the Main Street exit. They say the crash caused a flat tire in the, in the car to smoke, but the driver just kept driving. Other callers say the driver was all over the road and now missing a front tire. They say he eventually stopped at a car dealership and appeared, quote, super drunk. Employees told police the driver, 30-year-old Jordan Mattingly, was trying to sell the SUV. Police say he had swelling and scratches as if he had been in a crash. They say Mattingly smelled of alcohol and almost fell several times. Officers say he tested at .291. On a portable breathalyzer. <laughs> 0.29. Almost a three, buddy. You're almost there. Holy Police say God. inside the SUV they found four loco cans and a can of white claw. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Mattingly is facing several charges. He is also the son of the manager for the Miami Marlins and former professional baseball player Don Mattingly. Remember Don Mattingly? That man had a stash that would, yep. would stop the sun. <laughs> so, yeah, four locos and white claw. It's a good time, baby. That's a. I think I found. Um, well, I'm not going to say that. Y'all figure it out. A man developed sudden amnesia after having sex with his wife, completely forgetting his own wedding anniversary party the day before. Talk about some good pussy. <laughs> Gives you this, this bitch is making him forget shit. <laughs> oh. A man got amnesia 10 minutes after having afternoon sex with his wife, temporarily wiping his memory of the previous day and rendering him unable to retain new information, doctors have said. The 66-year-old man became distressed after what was that look for? 66-year-old right. man. He's retired, man. <clears throat> Throw it in the afternoon if you got a chance. Shit. The six, oh, yeah, they're from Ireland also. So the 66-year-old man became distressed after he looked at his phone after sex one afternoon, saw the date, and thought that he'd forgotten his wedding anniversary. When, in fact, he had celebrated it with his wife and family the day before. Doctors from Limerick, Ireland, said in a case report published in the official journal of the Irish Medical Organization on Wednesday, the memory loss lasted for an hour, with the man repeatedly questioning his wife and daughter over the events of the morning and the previous day, doctors said. The man, who was not identified in the case report, visited an emergency room and had a completely normal neurological examination by the time he got there, they said. Doctors diagnosed him with... Translant Global Amnesia, or TGA, a benign condition that causes sudden short-term memory loss and the inability to form new memories. Any memory, any memory loss typically lasts four to six hours without the need of treatment, but can last as long as 24 hours. The doctor who, who authored the report said repetitive questions and an inability to retain information are key f- features of TGA. TGA can mimic other conditions such as stroke, dementia, or epilepsy and may have implications for certain jobs such as pilots. Uh, Most cases have been reported in men aged 50 to 70, 
we don't know exactly what causes TGA. Bomb ass pussy, I bet. <laughs> There's got to be a group of letters somewhere associated with it. <laughs> uh, but it has been linked to several activities, including physical exertion, immersion in cold or hot water, emotional stress, pain, and sex. So, yeah. <laughs> she put it on Grandpa, didn't she? Sounded like he just blacked out on Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, he just describes pretty much every morning when we were in Ireland. This is the same exact thing that happened to me. <laughs> TGA. Wait, what did we know. do yesterday? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should go to the Guinness Distillery. We did it yesterday. Yeah. Well, let's do it again. <laughs> like, I don't remember it. Saw a purse get snatched. I don't know. <laughs> you I... did get a purse get snatched. That was fantastic. <laughs> I think you told that on here, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. Um, word out of the golf uh, world. Are you... Sp- are you familiar with this LIV golf or live golf, no. live golf? I guess there's, I don't know if it's going to be like another tour, like the PGA, but it's funded by some, not the Saudi Arabia financial something or another. They're funding the whole thing. I guess there's going to be like another golf tour they're going to put together. Like Greg Norman's involved in it. There's a bunch of, bunch of big names involved in it. Mm. And... What I've read this afternoon, Tiger Woods rejected a mind-blowingly enormous, quote, offer to join live or live golf, whatever this is. I'll take it. Uh, According to Greg Norman, the deal was in, quote, the high nine digits. What? You think three quarters of a billion, you think? Probably. Hell. What? Why not? He just didn't want to do it. I'm sure they, they would say if you do this, you can't do PGA. Okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no so, way. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with it. I, th- I don't know if you might have be up up to snuff on it. I know you, you golf and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, so Tiger turned down, quote, high nine digits. So, I mean, well, he's – He's probably. He's got to be close to playing in the senior circuit, is he not? No idea. I've seen golf. He's older than us. Yeah. I know. I don't know. He's raising that kid, too. Yeah. You know, he don't probably won't be away from them, but still. It's a lot. Almost almost a digits. Almost a billion dollars. Somebody else can raise that kid. (laughs) You can pay somebody to do it. Yeah. Somebody else probably is anyway. <laughs> Whoever his new girlfriend is. Yeah. Uh, ghost, maybe. Man tries to cover for woman as lights turn off in the Florida home, Sheriff says. It's out of Lakeland, Florida. Very quaint, quaint area. Uh, a Lakeland man was arrested after telling deputies no one was in his home despite lights turning off and movement being heard inside, Polk County Sheriff's Office said. Deputies said they arrived at the home in Lakeland after receiving a tip about April Gonzalez, 29, who had a warrant out for her arrest. When they reached the house, a man, Jonathan Fowler, 29, left the home and locked the door behind him, according to PCSO. Deputies said Fowler told them that no one else was home and he wouldn't allow them inside without a warrant. Very smart. According to PCSO Facebook page, that seemed very peculiar Peculiar given the way in which he quickly locked and closed the door. Fuck you, I don't answer any questions. Even peculiar, this is the word that the sheriff's department used. Peculiar. <laughs> okay. And they even put sick after it, so you know that it wasn't them making the mistake. It was the retarded sheriff's deputy who wrote it on Facebook. They've been fucking people in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> was how the lights began shutting off inside the empty residence and movement could be heard coming from within. Must have been termites or earwigs or <laughs> ghosts, maybe. Or a pet squirrel. Yeah. That attack squirrel we had a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Deputies said they began calling for Gonzalez over their PA system though that didn't garner any response. However, deputies said that when they brought out one of the canine deputies, Valerie admitted that Gonzalez inside the home. Bitch. According to deputies, they made their way into the home and were finally able to arrest Gonzalez. Uh, Fowler was also arrested and faces charges for resisting an officer without violence. What did they arrest him for? 
resisting an officer without violence, which means they wouldn't let him come into his house without a warrant. Cops are pussies. Fuck them. Uh, so, yeah, it was damn ghost down in Florida. Let's see. Do I have something else I want to talk about? Let's see anything else. Guess not. All right, fuck it. Um, you know who Wheeler Walker Jr. is? You know, He's a country artist, but not your normal country artist. He's like the the <laughs> bizarro version of, of Garth Brooks. You know how wholesome Garth Brooks is and shit? Wheeler's the opposite of that. He writes songs so like Chris Gaines. No, 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 no. <laughs> Chris Gaines emo. Come on. Wheeler's songs are like, his songs are titled Fuck You Bitch and Eating Pussy and Kicking Ass. Oh. <laughs> and God told me to fuck you. These are the songs that he writes, okay? Um, he was he was on your mom's house this past week, and they were talking about the, the state of country music, the state of music in general. And uh, he said, you have, you have two choices when you when you get into the music business, you can be rich or you can be famous, but you can't be both. It's just the way it's way it's designed now. Um, you can either keep your own recordings, do it independently, and you can be rich, but you'll probably never be famous. Or you can sign a record deal and be very famous but you'll probably not have a cent to your name because the record companies pull all that out now because uh, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins was on Joe Rogan one time. And he said the way they structure record deals now is where they're, they got their hands in all the pots where it used to be. <clears throat> I think he said, I think he said on the record deal, they, the one they signed was uh, for six albums over 12 years. The record company wanted a new album every two years. They didn't really make any money off those record sales. Talking about ten cents an album, maybe it was it was garbage. Yeah. yeah, but they made their money off merchandise and off touring. That's where those that's where bands have always made their money. You know, you make the album, and the album is just really there, so you have new shit to go out and tour with and make your actual money. Well, now. Record companies have what they call 360 deals, where they get a cut of your record sales, or a cut of your, your music streaming, they get a cut of all your merchandise, they get a cut of your touring. They, they might write you a bigger, because the way it works is when they, you sign a record deal and they give you that $500,000 check at a record deal. They operate like banks. Right, it's an advance. Yeah. That's all that is. The money they pay you on that record, on that record contract is an advance. And so then you're selling albums and you're touring and selling merchandise just to pay the record company back in advance. Anything over that, you get to keep. But you got to pay that advance back first. Holy smoke. Plus, you got to think about the studio time you got you to pay for. The record company's doing that. So that's more, that's more cut into your advance. And plus, you got to think about putting food in your belly, roof over your head, everything else. But the way it's structured now, they get a cut of everything. In order to pay that back. It, it was just, it's just part of the deal. You know? That, that's some of the best things that I always hear about Seth MacFarlane, who did Family Guy. <clears throat> when he signed his deal with Fox the first time, he said, what about merchandise? We're like, you can keep the merchandise. What do you see now? Family Guy shit on, a, on T-shirts, bumper stickers, video games. Seth, Seth MacFarlane was able to keep all of that. And after Family Guy started getting big, he came back wanting to renegotiate. He's like, no, I'm keeping my merchandise. You know, that's where he's made his nut at, which is all merchandise alone. Wasn't there like a similar thing with Star Wars or something like that? I wouldn't be surprised. One of the, I forgot what it was, like one of the futuristic type uh, movies. It It was early on. I guess it was Star Wars or something like that. Anyway. And then that's what they did. Whoever it was that that Lucas. originally did that, yeah. I also saw about Rob Deerdick this week. You seen him at all? I want to say I saw him on a podcast with uh, Steve-O. Oh, really? Uh, maybe. 
Maybe well, it was so. I, maybe it was somebody else. He does a few now, man. But that dude, I watched a whole video about how he owned MTV. Pretty much built an <laughs> empire by using MTV against themselves. Mm-hmm. You probably don't even know who Rob Deere Dick is. Yeah, they did, they did the uh, all the videos. All yeah, the, yeah, ridiculousness stuff yeah, like yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. I always Robin forget, you know, Big, Robin yeah, Big. All of them. He was a skateboarder. You know, um, unbeknownst to me, he also like designed the first skate shoe for dc mm-hmm. he you know before skaters they wore vans or chuck taylor's you know very flat uncomfortable shoes he he designed this shoe for dc specifically for skateboarders and but dc wouldn't sign him or something they, they kept him on as a designer but they wouldn't sign him as being yeah, sponsored or something his, i think he got his maybe through ken block maybe I don't know if Kim that's Blanca who gave him his opportunity. Yeah. Um, but MTV wanted to do a show called uh, Rob Dyrdek's Rules for Success. But Rob didn't want that shit. He didn't want scripted shit. Um, do you, you ever watch Robin Big when he had, okay, uh, Chris Big Black Boykin was his security guard. And they did like three or four seasons of that show. I don't remember. I can't remember. But no. Rob wanted out of that. He's like, I'm, this is... I'm not doing scripted bullshit. I'm done doing this. Like, give us something else. So he came up with Fantasy Factory. Started doing that. Did that for three or four seasons. Tried to get out of that. He's like, I'm, I'm, this is done. He sold everything he created. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, but while he was doing all this stuff, he was doing like uh, shirt companies, clothing companies, everything. He made that that three-wheel bicycle thing. Had, ended up having it sold in Walmart and stuff. Crazy shit. Um. And then it came to him with ridiculousness. I haven't looked at MTV in years. I was shocked. They pretty much played those shows 24-7 on there. I love it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like little mini jackass scenes. <laughs> when he, with Fantasy Factory, where he started making his big money at was they allowed him to sell the show to advertisers. They allowed Rob to do it. Anything he signed to get the key. So he brought in like Chevrolet for a couple episodes. They, they they sponsored the entire fucking episode. It was Chevrolet shit everywhere you looked. That was all Rob's. Plus his DC shoe deals he was still doing. Plus all these, these merchandise companies he was coming up with. And then they were going to do the uh, skate parks, like in the big city areas. He got Carl's Jr. to sponsor all those. For every episode he did of those. Um, when it came to ridiculousness, he told him, was like, yeah, I'll do this show, but we're going to do it under my production company, not MTV's production company. So he wrote this deal up where MTV became like his own YouTube. He produced it, he edited it, did everything else, and went, okay, here, put it on TV for me. And got to keep all kinds of... Sh- then he was an executive producer now on top of being the star of it and the writer and everything else. And then he had, he had signed some big deal about reruns. So every time those shows get shown, how many times do you go through... You look at MTV and for hours, it's just ridiculousness as, long, as far as you can go. So he's getting paid every time one of those gets played. Mm-hmm. He pretty much owned, or still does, owns MTV. Um, I think he sold the Fantasy Factory. I think they said it cost him $1.5 million a year just to keep it running. There's a warehouse with all these offices in it. And he's got, a, he's got another company now where it's pretty much an incubator. People who have ideas to become companies, Rob brings them in and shows them how to get that built up enough. He's pretty much become a VC. <clears throat> he shows you people how to build these companies up enough that they're wanting to sell. They don't care anything about keeping these companies. He just shows them how to build these companies up enough to get somebody to buy them and cash out. So he's like almost 50 now, I think. Yeah. You now got a couple of kids. Wow. Happy. Loaded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loaded. Never. See, he'll probably, before he dies, he'll probably be a billionaire just off his, his royalties. Holy smoke. Anything else happening this week you want to talk about? Man, uh, 
It seems like there was, man. I can't remember now. I always get to this point thinking, ah, oh, man, there was something I just want to tell y'all. I can't think right off the top of my head. You got nothing? G, you think of anything? No. All right, then. We'll close her out. <laughs> Whack a doodle on the noodle, you know. <laughs> I need to get at least one good laugh out of y'all. Fuck them kids. There you go. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of The Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows in the network. Also, check the show notes for deals from our sponsors, like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S. You can save 15% on your next purchase with the promo code HANGO. Also, be sure to go by mydelta8.com. Reach out to us directly at thehangoshow at gmail.com, at thehangoshow on all social medias. Harpoon, Jut, love you guys. And I love all y'all out there for listening to us, and we'll see you next time. Listen here, you dumb bitch. I said go to the edge.